Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Live, Ride, Learn podcast. This is your host, Sarah, and we are diving in today with part two of the conversation with Megan Thurman. I hope that you loved everything we talked about yesterday, and I'm going to replay just a minute of it so that you can remember where we left off. Also, I just have a little special announcement. (laughs) I have a new microphone. I'm so excited. Um, But truly, when I was listening back to this recording, my sound was a little rough. So please forgive me. You may have to turn the volume up a tad to hear all the conversation. But from here on out, I have a new microphone, so that won't be an issue. All right, y'all. Happy listening. If you have all of those things and you have them in your hands and you hand them over to the Lord and now your hands are empty and now with open and empty hands... You're able to say to the Lord, okay, I surrender all of these to you. It's like when we are weak, that is when God is most strong in us. And so what he's saying is, hey, I need you to surrender everything so I can work with power and might through you. And I can't, you won't allow me to work in power and might through you if you're holding on to all of this stuff. So you need to surrender all of this to me so that I can work with power, with strength and with might through you. And so if God is calling you to surrender, you are in the best possible place, the best possible place. It's not meek at all. It is so strong and so powerful. Yeah. I do. I have to say I have felt like, so since this all pretty much started with COVID mess, um, taking on, like diving back into working on the book and then that led to a whole bunch of other stuff. And it is, I have so many plates now. And that is the, I've always struggled Mm. with leaning on God. I mean, that is my, it's my Enneagram three of struggling to lean on God. I just want to do everything myself and go out and achieve. And I've got so much stuff going on that it has forced Mm. me to lean on God. And it's the most, like, I'm grateful for it. And I've learned to just, okay, for this hour, I'm going to pick up podcast plate, mm-hmm. as your friend said, I'm just going to pick up podcast plate for the hour and put it down. Then I'm going to pick up mom plate. Yeah. I always just imagine that the kid plate is like, I think it's on top of my head. And so that way, no matter what I'm picking up and putting down with my hands, I've got it. I just have to maintain a posture to be able to do it all. Yes. Oh, whoa that's a good analogy like uh, like keep the posture to be able to do those things Uh, sorry but also thinking in the terms of teaching like what is the posture we should always have for the lord is what surrender right and so the posture that we have for the lord is surrender so that we can be able to do the things that the lord has called us to do which is always like if you have kids that's always going to be there i mean everything else can like kind of pass away. Right. But yeah, being a mom to your kids, it's always going to be there and you always yeah. need to be able to do that. Yeah. So we're dead. It's there. <laughs> so, um, so what, uh, what has been your favorite video then? I would say probably the better uh, God's better is uh, like make God's better be our better. Um, you know, I, I, uh, I honestly love all my videos. My favorite parts of my videos is when I get to crack a joke. I really <laughs> like it. I don't. So good. I'm not like, I'm never going to be the kind of teacher that uh, stays serious. Like, I just don't have that in me. Um, but I will always cry when I talk about the Lord. 
Like there's just no way around it. Cause oh, when I talk same. about the Lord or when I pray, I just cry. I think I get it from my mom. I don't know, but, but I always need to like, after we cry, I need to crack a joke or something because I can't just stay there. I mean, I need to laugh a little bit. So I'm an Enneagram eight with like a seven wing. And so I just, yeah, we're just, let's, anytime I can make anyone laugh on anything, even at my own expense, I'm fine with it. I think, you know, as long as we can just like laugh and have fun a little bit. I think Jesus had a sense of humor. I know we all may, we all have different personalities and stuff, but I used to read the Bible in a very serious, like everything was somber and everyone was dying. Like that was how I read it was very somber. And now I read it and I think Jesus laughed in the boat. He laughed at his disciples. Come on guys. Like have a little faith here. That's kind of how I hear it now. Like he was, he loved us. He wasn't just yelling at us all the time. That's how I feel. No. Whenever I'm praying, sometimes like what I tell people, if you want to learn how to pray, you just start talking to the Lord like you talk to a friend. So you focus your attention on the Lord like you focus your attention on to a friend if you're like, hey, let's have lunch together. And so you talk to the Lord like you're talking to a friend. And so I'm like, let it all out. Tell the Lord everything. Like, Lord, I'm not going to do this. Lord, I hate this. Lord, this drives me nuts. Because the Lord already knows yeah. that he sees all of you. So there's no point in hiding it. Like, there's just yeah. not. You you don't need to you don't need to make anything more fancy than it actually is inside of you. He sees it already. He's He saw, saw it before you even did it. So just, like, let it out with him. And so, like, one day I was praying, and I'm just like, this person, God, I'm just so annoyed. <laughs> I But... I started as like, I cannot stand this person. And if, to the marrow of my bones, I felt this sense of, uh, you can try that one again. Let, <laughs> let's, let's try this again. And I'm like, okay, Lord, I'm sorry. Okay. Would you please help me not be so annoyed with this person? Help me see this person how you would. So I, I think that the Lord has a sense of humor too. And I, I don't think like he's offended by right. us every time we talk, you know, like I think that he sees that we're human. He sees that we're human. He sees that we're perfect. He sees that we desperately need yeah. his help and his sanctification. And he is, he's there to help us and take care of us and smile with us and say, you can try this again. Yeah. Okay. Let's, let's revisit <laughs> this. Let's figure, let's figure let's this out. Your let's circle back around Megan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> let's see how you can turn this into a question instead of a, I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So tell us, what is like one, one message or one lesson on your heart that you just think everyone needs to hear like right now, something that you really feel called to share? You know, okay. This is, I think this is on my heart because both, I just finished writing a devotional about this, but also because I feel like the Lord brought this back to me today in different parts of scripture. Um, Okay, I'm just going to open it up because I'm not going to try to paraphrase okay. John 1. I mean, because I always botch it when I try to paraphrase it. And then Corey's like, you know, you're preaching, <laughs> you're speaking heresy, Megan. And I'm like, okay, touche, sir. Let's let's make this happen. Um, okay, it says, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God and he was in the beginning with God and all things were made through him and without him, nothing was made 
in him was light and the life was the light of men and the light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. And, you know, I just wrote a devotional about this, about, about the Lord being our light. And you can find that in Daniel too. You can find that in the Psalms and you can find that in John and you can find that throughout the entire Bible. There's this consistent thing that, um, that, that in the beginning was the Lord and he not only physically was the light to the darkness because in the dark, in the beginning it was dark. Right. And then there was, and the Lord spoke light and all of a sudden there was light. And, and so the Lord is telling us like, not only is he light to the darkness, like the darkness can never, it's a physical impossibility for darkness to overtake light. If the light is shining, right. Yeah. It, the light has to go out before, before darkness a room can be come dark. And so what do you do whenever you walk into a dark room, you turn on the light. So the Lord is our light to the darkness. He not only physically is the light to the darkness, he created light, but also he is the light to our figurative darkness. So I think that as 2020 is coming, I'm sorry, as, as 2020 has ended and, and we're in the new year, there are a lot of mysteries. There are a lot of unknowns. There is, There are a lot of tragedies that people have gone through, whether it's loss of life, loss of job, loss of dreams, loss of these things. There have been a lot of like people having to bob and weave with like the things coming at them, the next thing, the next thing, the next thing. And so it's kind of, I think that as the darkness of mystery and unknown and tragedy and brokenness darken our door and begin to walk into the room or darken our doorway. Jesus is telling us, I am the light. I am the way, the truth and the life. And I am the light to the darkness. And so he's saying, I can shine my light into your mysteries. And he's, he's saying like, I'm not befuddled by your mysteries. I'm not confused by the, thing the the tragic phone call that you got that leaves you dumbfounded i'm not i'm not confused by that i'm not worried or anxious about the health news you just got like i i see it i shine light into it and this makes me cry (laughs) so i'm an enneagram eight and so like the only time i cry is when i'm talking about the lord but I think it's like fresh on my heart. And so I haven't had time to like emotionally detach from it. (laughs) But also this, I, I hold it. I don't just shine light into it. I'm not just not confused by it more than that for your life. Like I hold it, I hold it in my hands. And he also tells us that he is good and he has hope and a future for us and he loves us and he has a purpose and he will never divorce purpose from our pain and he's working all things together for our good and so if he's doing that then we can trust him to hold our unknowns and our mysteries in his hands and so we can trust him to do that and so then if we're saying we can trust him to hold our unknowns and our mysteries and in his caring and loving hands then At the end of the day, then, we have nothing to fear when the unknowns come to us, when the mysteries hit us like a brick wall, when the tragedies overtake us and we go into spiral mode. 
the truth of it, the reality of it is that actually we have nothing to fear because if God holds it all and he loves us as much as he says he loves us, then we're taken care of. And so we can release the fear. We can release the pain. We can release the anxiety. And I don't mean into the ether like this. I don't mean this in ethereal new age kind of way. No, we, what do we do? We release those things into the hands of God because he not only hurt, holds our joys, he also holds our unknowns and our pains. He holds our questions, everything in the palm of his hands. He's not offended by any of it. He's not upset by any of it. He's not upset by our doubt or our questions. And so we can release all of that into his hands and he can hold us and care for us. And I think that the last thing is there's a supernatural component to this. I think that we, we do not give it enough credit that when we release these things into the hands of God and make those acts and choices of faith and trust, there's a supernatural thing that happens and the peace of God that, that supernaturally surpasses all earthly understanding starts to stand guard over our heart and our mind. And I just think that right now, that is what I'd want to be telling everyone is that if you can make it from point A, the darkness of mystery is darkening my doorway to point B, I trust God. Like that's everything that happens between point A and point B. But when you get to point B of like, okay, I've gone through all that. I worked through all that. I trust the Lord. I believe him then there's a supernatural component and that's the Holy spirit in us. And he, he comforts us. And so yes. I think that that's what I would be telling everyone. And I'm sorry for crying. I no. truly am. <laughs> okay. Don't apologize for crying. I just, please don't apologize for crying again. Like it shows how, how deeply you feel this and how it's, it's truth, you know, to, for it to bring you to tears, it, well, for one, it makes me cry. Because I know. I, mean, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what the word is, but when other people cry, I cry. But um, it's just, it's truth. And it's, I mean, when a truth is that impactful, I mean, this it's, it's like an eternal truth. And it, it is. should make us cry. So yeah, and we I just... know, too, so many people are hurting right now and they need that light. And I mean, that's when I start crying is thinking about the people who need it. And... And how much it, how hard it would be to live in that darkness. And like, if we can just give them all some light. Oh my goodness. <laughs> the supernatural comfort of the Holy Spirit through Jesus in us, right? This is for real. Right. And so for the people who feel like they are surrounded, they're in a dark room and there's no light coming on. This is for real. This is the solution. This is the light switch right here is trusting Jesus, walking in a trusting faith in Jesus Christ. And as Christians, we would say that this is your salvation. I believe that Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life. I believe he died on the cross and I believe he rose again. And I believe he did that so that I could be redeemed, made new. And only through Jesus can I be redeemed, washed white as snow, clean from my sins. And our sins, we sin. Every You don't have to murder someone to be a sinner. You have to like lie to your husband to be a sinner. Right. Like, th- like that's just, we are inherently sinful. And so that's the first light switch. Like if you haven't done that, turn on that light. If you have done that, the light switch is, Lord, shine your light into my darkness. 
give me trust and faith that you are not confused by this and help me trust you and release my anxiety, my fear, my tragedy, my brokenness, whatever it is, my abuse into your hands. And then would the supernatural work of the Holy Spirit start to comfort me, give me peace, stand guard over my heart and soul. And then you, you allow the Holy Spirit to do that. And that's what people, that's our light. That's our light switch. That's what we need right now. That is, I don't know how people can survive without it. So if you don't have it, just do what Megan said. (laughs) Pray and ask. Hey, listen. Yeah. If you need to know Jesus as your savior, DM me. (laughs) I will, I'll give you my cell phone number. We'll talk through it, honey. (laughs) We'll do this thing. Megan will walk you through it. Yeah. Um, well, when I started the Live, Ride, Learn podcast, I never imagined this conversation happening. And I think it's an overflow of surrendering the podcast to God in his hands. So hopefully this, for everyone that listens, you know, if this is impactful for you, DM me, DM Megan, share it with a friend. If, yeah. if you know a friend who needs this, send it, you know, pass it on because this is something we all need. This is we're in a dark time in our world Mm -hmm. and we all need this light. Yeah. So, um, Megan, I'm going to change gears completely because we've, we've talked for a while. And, um, so I always finish my guest podcast by asking my guests to share (laughs) some kind of funny horse story because everyone has, some funny run in with the horse at some point in their life. So, um, or if it wasn't funny, just a wow moment or just one time you went to the fair and they smelled bad. I mean, whatever. Um, what is, what's your horse story? Okay. I don't have much, uh, interactions with the, uh, what would, what will we call it? The equine? Is it the equine? Yeah, it would be an equine. The equine yeah. uh, animal kingdom. <laughs> but You're in Texas. They're everywhere. I know. I really, I do. I, I know. Well, sorry. I don't know if cows are part of the equine family. Then. No, okay. they're not. They're like bovine, I guess. Bovine. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, never thought I'd be talking about this. Um, but so, no, I have experience with... I know. No, Texas is this not is part of life. I mean, Texas is like not Northern Virginia horse country. Texas is cowboy country. So it's like you, yeah. you don't get on your horse to jump the like fences and compete at just riding a horse. If you're getting on a horse, you are getting on a horse to rope something Yeah. or to, to move some cows or move to run around some cows or to run around a barrel exactly and so yeah. i don't like i'm not a roper i my family has some land in west texas so we go out to west texas and there's cattle everywhere so i have cattle all my life my grandpa has named a cow after me looking back <laughs> this is highly offensive but <laughs> as a child <laughs> it was wonderful yeah so anyway um all that to say, I I haven't been on a horse, but I do have experience with, with, uh, I, have you heard the term the horse girl? No, you haven't. Okay. So it's this term. So. Everyone knows a horse girl in elementary school. And it's the girl that always dresses up in horse attire, meaning not. Oh yeah. Well, that was me. I guess I just, it's just, that was 
you know, I was obsessed with horses. Yes. So they, so I was the girl. Yeah. Yeah. So they would wear like the skirt with the horses on it, or they would like wear an outfit with horses on it. I knew one girl that like her hair was, (laughs) I knew one girl, her hair was so long, like to the ground and because she wanted to be like a horse. So she'd make people hold her braid and we would like, hold her braid and she would like whinny like a horse this is an elementary school so it's like it was totally it was like it was normal it's it totally clean and normal and it was a yeah. christian school and everything okay but that's i would say that that is truly my <laughs> own my only experience <laughs> with horses is the horse girl and no hey if you're the horse girl no hate no shade you do you boo you live your life you follow your bliss and you do your horse because then one day you might be Sarah who has an amazing podcast (laughs) is so cool and goes out to her horse and her horse stable weekends and during the week and is now raising her kids around horses. And it's like the Northern Virginia cool, you know, of horse, the horse country. I, I never knew that horse country until moving up to Virginia. Oh yeah. There's like Olympians all over the place it is like Corey and I would go to Middleburg just to like hang out on the weekends and it's just they're the coolest people walking around you're like you are important I know you are oh yeah you'll have coffee with Olympians you won't even know it I was in the coffee shop and um JJ was a toddler and I had my dog with me and in Middleburg you can bring your dog into the coffee shop and there was an Olympic medalist getting coffee and he smiled at me and he said I think he said that my dog was cute I can't remember but I just was like oh my gosh he talked to me and he liked my dog (laughs) you know what okay on a totally different subject but also like just jumping off of that point I forget to wear my wedding ring everywhere I go I just like I need to get it tattooed on my hand or something but but Corey's always like honey I don't have to worry you got two kids with you everywhere you go no (laughs) one cares (laughs) and I'm like that's 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 so true it's so true so anyway um yeah yeah, that's anyway Middleburg it's amazing I would always pass people I'm like I know in the horse world you are like you're everything I just have no idea who you are but you look so important right now yeah it's you know I like I Sometimes I get all like hoity-toity and I'm like, I've ridden with five. For real? But, you know, in Middleburg, but it's like not a deal. I gave them my money and they gave me a lesson. Like, it's not like I'm special, you know, like it's just accessible. It is so accessible. You're right. You're right. So, yeah, it doesn't make me special. It just means I gave them $100. for. But what does make you special is that you're the Lord's. Yes, that's what makes you special. You are special, special. Sarah. So are you, you. Megan. (laughs) Okay, we're going to finish this up because people at this point are probably like, okay, Uh stuff to do. Um, Thank you so much to everybody who tuned in today for the Live, Ride, Learn podcast. Megan, how can people follow you, DM you, all the things? You can find me on Instagram at Megan Thurman. My name is spelled weird because my mom is from East Texas and she says, I want to spell it like I said it. And so it's M-A-G-E-N Thurman at Instagram. Same name for Facebook. Facebook, same name for YouTube. Uh, and then my website is megantherman.com. And so you can find me at any of those places. Love to talk to you. 
I, I'm so glad you said that because I can never find you in my phone. And now I'm going to say, I'm going to find it. I'm going to spell it yeah. like I say it. And then maybe I'll be Very able to simple. Find you. But also it, it has allowed me to have my name as my, you know, social media things. Yeah. It has everything. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, That's mom. Good. Uh, <laughs> yeah. She really did. She picked a winner. <laughs> with that name. Yeah, she did. So. Um, all right. Well, have a great day. Thanks so much for joining Thanks, Sarah. us again. And it was great. I know. I loved up. it. All, all right, right. Bye. Bye. That's a wrap. I hope you loved my conversation with Megan. Megan, thank you so much for giving us your time and your wisdom and sharing with us the things that God has taught you. If you want to reach out to Megan, you can find her on Instagram at Megan Thurman. That's M-A-G-E-N, you know, like you say it, and Thurman, T-H-U-R-M-A-N. And don't forget to check out her videos. They are so good and so professional. If you want to reach out to me, you can find me on Instagram at LiveRideLearn. You can also go to my website, LiveRideLearn.com. And thank you so much for spending your time with us today. Uh, Don't forget to have grace for yourself and grace for each other. Y'all have a great day.